we waste tremendous time and effort on redeciding what we have already decided. We often decide something in this example, a workout, but it could be launch a new product, fire an employee, end a contract, all sorts of things. And then we second guess ourselves. We revisit the evidence. We doubt our decisions. Many of us do this. Often we end up with the exact same decision we originally made, but with more time, energy, and decision fatigue invested. That's what happens when we remake decisions. In fact, I remember asking a young CEO one time, I said, what do you think the secret of your success is? He, he had a lot of success at a young age. I said, what do you think the secret is? He looked at me and said, I never remake a decision. Welcome to Pivot Me, where we give business tips and mental hacks so you can move past your biggest obstacles and live the life you've earned. And now your host, business advisor and performance expert, April Garcia. For years, I made large companies larger and rich people richer. Now I coach driven entrepreneurs to hack success, create more time and get better results through high performance habits, the multiply me method, and a little mental gymnastics. On Pivot Me, I talk to thought leaders and experts sharing our successes, our many scrubs, and how we can all use both to move us to the next level. Join us and learn real simple steps to pivot you and your business towards the life you've earned. Today, we're going to jump into micro decisions for success. But before we get into that, I want to take a second and just thank you. Thank you for helping us grow, for this podcast to grow, for liking the content we put out there, for giving us those reviews. I really, really appreciate both the iTunes and the Spotify reviews. You guys are just killing it out there. One of the biggest compliments that you can give us is sharing these podcasts with your friends who could use the message that we bring. Thank you. Thank you. We appreciate that. We appreciate the support on LinkedIn, all of it. You guys are just crushing it and helping us climb those charts. So thank you so much for that. All right, let's get into it. Let's do this. So today I'm going to share a tiny little decision, a micro decision that I made, not even consciously, that negatively changed the results I was getting profoundly. Luckily, I caught it just barely, but I did catch it. And I don't want you to make the same mistake. Let's get into it. Today, we're talking about the compound effect that small decisions can make over time that result in big, big changes. But here's the key to this. It's the decisions we don't know that we're making that get us into the most trouble. So that's what we're really focusing on is the these micro decisions that we're unaware that we're making along the way. We must make the unconscious decisions conscious and that's how we take our power back from them. So now let me tell you about how I screwed this up recently. Why? Because we're honest here on Pivot Me. We can't show up and pretend we have all the answers. We are great at some areas in life and business and we struggle in others just like everybody else. And even in the areas Areas that we are great at, maybe habits and processes and time management, we still slip up sometimes, which is why we need to be reminded more than we need to be told. All right, story time. So I usually drop our youngest daughter off at school. Several days a week, I have the hour after her drop-off blocked on my calendar so that I can go to the gym. Why? Because one of my four rocks is to work out 180 times this year, so roughly every other day. 
Actually, let's talk about that for a second. I chose 180 times with the intention of working out every day, but life is messy. I run a business. I get sick. I have two kids and they get sick or out on exclusion or snow days. So much snow days in Reno, Nevada lately. Our schedules get pivoted all the time because I'm still in the thick of it. I'm not done with this demanding season of life and I'm not dispensing advice from an armchair and a tweed jacket with no real demands on my schedule other than a tea time at 1 p.m. No, I'm still in the throes of it. Sometimes I'm the thrower and sometimes I am getting thrown. So I pick 180 times. Aiming for 360, but okay with 180. And it's working fine. It was a habit. I didn't need to remake the decision to work out. It was already baked in. Actually, we're going to stop right there for a second. What I just said was real, real important. So I want to dig into this a little bit. I said, I didn't need to remake the decision to work out. This was important. We waste tremendous time and effort on redeciding what we have already decided. We often decide something in this example, a workout, but it could be launch a new product, fire an employee, end a contract, all sorts of things, whatever the decision is. And then we second guess ourselves. We revisit the evidence. We doubt our decisions. Many of us do this. Often we end up with the exact same decision we originally made, but with more time, energy, and decision fatigue invested. That's what happens when we remake decisions. In fact, I remember asking a young CEO one time, I said, what do you think the secret of your success is? He, he had a lot of success at a young age. I said, what do you think the secret is? He looked at me and said, I never remake a decision. I do a careful evaluation before deciding, but once I've made it, I'm full steam ahead. Am I always right? No. But if I'm not, I apologize, pivot, and move in a new direction. And that is gold. Most of us redecide again and again, wasting time, undermining our confidence, and sometimes even our leadership and optics. This is important. So I, I want to really walk us through that piece. Now, All right, let's get back to my workout. I'm supposed to have to drop off. So there was no remaking the decision. It was already baked into the schedule. It had become a habit. I'd established this habit, no need to reevaluate. And I executed it every time. I just had to take the next right step. This is how habits get established and maintained. But here is where my system broke down. I had a client with an issue. They needed a little bit of extra TLC. So I opened up that block on my calendar to spend extra time with my client. So that block right after drop-off, fine, no big deal. The problem was the calendar block stayed open. And then another meeting slipped into that spot. Then another and another. Before I knew it, I had gone three weeks without it being on my calendar and I'd gotten out of the habit of daily workouts. Just like that. I had broken a habit that had served me so well, and I didn't even realize I had broke it. Hey, Pivoter, I see you taking notes. I see you applying things into your business and life. Great work. But what if you could do it on a Zoom call with me? Well, here is your invite. I am hosting a free live event on Zoom where I get to know you, your challenges, and help you work through them as we accelerate your growth together. This is a free virtual event, and I'd love for you to join. Hop over to pivot-me.com backslash event and save your spot now. We'll keep these small. They will fill up. I'd love for you to be there. Again, it's pivot-me.com backslash event. We'll also put the link in the show notes and I'll see you there.
You see, our life is rarely changed by these really big sweeping changes. A lot of people like talk about like burn the boats and make these dramatic changes in your lives. And I have seen that that is often not sustainable. It's these little things, these micro decisions that get us there or take us away. And these micro decisions, they're going to put us on this success trajectory or the failure trajectory. The truth is they're either moving you closer to your goal or further away And that's where we get this wrong so often. We kid ourselves that most of our decisions are neutral, benign. They won't really swing the pendulum one way or the other, but that is not true. Here is how my micro decision to open up my one hour calendar slot unfolded. I didn't do my workout after dropping off my daughter. All right, not the end of the world. However, when I do my workout in the morning, I grab a protein shake as part of my habit, which is important because I usually don't eat enough protein in the day. And since putting on muscle is a long-term goal for me, I can't do it well without protein. So then I skipped my protein shake, but that micro decision affects even more than that. On the days that I work out, I tend to eat better for the remainder of day. I make different food choices the whole day. It might be because I don't want to undo my progress. I'm not sure. It might just be that I feel better, but these two are inextricably connected. I eat better when I work out. And what else does working out do for me? Well, it makes me more patient, makes me more joyful. I show up for my family way better when I work out. So dinner time with the family is more enjoyable when I have level set myself with a hard workout. And because I am less stressed and more joyful, I'm less likely to drink a glass of wine with dinner to relax. And at bedtime, I sleep better. The next day I wake up easier and with more energy. You see, the simple decision of opening up my calendar slot at work can domino into a ton of different things. These micro decisions have a cascade effect. Now, when you add the factor of time in there, whoa, things get super compounded. These micro decisions start to have macro effects. If I stayed on this train for three months, for 12 months, leaving my calendar slot open and not rescheduling my workouts, I am in a very different place at the end of this year than what I'd set out to do. Time is the ultimate accelerator of your habits. The good ones and the bad ones. In fact, when most people are disappointed in the results of their kind of these newly appointed habits, I'm working out now, I'm eating better, I'm making more sales calls, it's almost always because they simply haven't given them enough time. They become impatient with time, watching the clock, thinking the results aren't coming, but time is almost always the missing ingredient. And the one that is so difficult to wait for, that's why we say, fall in love with the process, not with the result. Love the habit, not just what it gets you. Now I share this with you, not to give you one more way to take the bat and beat yourself up with. No, no, no. I just want you to get curious about this. Curious about your habits, about your micro decisions, and then adjust accordingly. We don't want to review these things about our life and our business with a sense of judgment, with a like, "Ah, I screwed this piece up again. No, just get curious and make adjustments. It is the decisions we don't know that we are making that get us off track. And this is one more way that we're taking our power back. Make the unconscious decisions conscious. Do not let our bad decisions be on autopilot. If anything, put your good decisions on autopilot. So they're simply a system, not a decision at all. When we appreciate the true effects of our micro decisions, only then can we make the necessary adjustments. And again, the problem, it worsens when we placate ourselves, when we lie to ourselves and say, it's not that bad. 
I skipped a couple of workouts. It's not that bad. You're right. It's not if we catch it right away. We think our decisions are made in isolation. I only did this once. I only skipped my workout once or twice. But the danger is when it becomes the new habit. The truth is I would have sat here today and I would have told you I skipped my workout maybe three or four times. I believed until I checked through my schedule. I believed it was three or four times. Now it'd been three weeks. Three weeks I've had my hand off the steering wheel and I do this stuff for a living. I'm very intentional about this stuff and yet three weeks slip by. Now do I, do I look back in anger? No. To take a bat out and beat myself up with it? No. Take the bat and beat up a heavy bag? Then it's bonus cardio. These are things we get curious about. Have you ever done that, by the way? It sounds, I'm sure it probably sounds barbaric to some. Other people are nodding their head going, yes, yes, I've done this. It's amazing. It's really gratifying to work on a heavy bag and then maybe your hands get beat up and then maybe you turn to a bat. These are fantastic ways to both get your cardio out and work through whatever you got to work through. I'm a big fan of that stuff. So here's where we bring this around. Here's my challenge to you. I want you to review your micro decisions. Everybody thinks about toils over their macro decisions. Do I leave my company? Do I create a new business? Do I move houses? Those decisions, those big ones, they already get your time, attention, and evaluation. But I want you to look at your micro decisions. Where do you make a micro decision like me? Where did you make one? You opened up a block of time on your schedule and now you're skipping your workouts decided to go into work earlier and now you're picking up Starbucks instead of eating your oatmeal at home. Stop listening to your podcast on the drive home and instead you talk to your coworker and you bitch about your day. Did you cancel date night two months in a row because your son's soccer practice time got changed and you never rescheduled that with your spouse? Did you used to reach out to 10 clients a day? Now you're scrolling social media and you're only really reaching out to five a day. These things are so small sometimes they don't get our attention, but they need our attention because time, that's the ultimate accelerator. Your micro decisions are either putting you on a predictable trajectory to success or moving you away, moving you in the opposite direction. They are not neutral. First comes awareness, then comes choice. Wrapping up today, we talked about the power of micro decisions, the immense power in doing the small things that put you on a path to predictable success. A framework takes the guesswork out of this process, but only if we're aware of it. Today, I want you to look at your micro decisions, look over last week's schedule, evaluate it, and get honest with yourself. No placating. Yes, I'm choosing to go to lunch each day instead of meal prep. That's cool. That's fine. But just be aware of what it's costing you in the long run. And I just don't mean dollars and cents. Here's the thing. We're not going to nail all our decisions. And that sounds like a boring life. Anyhow, we aren't robots. Life is meant to be enjoyed thoroughly. I want you to enjoy the length and the width of your life but make these decisions consciously. Now go crush it, my friend. Thank you so much for dialing in today. And don't forget, make sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. And if you love what you hear, give us a five-star review. It means the world to us. Hit me up on Instagram at the April Garcia or check us out online at pivot-me.com. This is all made possible with the support of you listeners, the numerous contributors and our clients. Our music and production is by the amazing Rockwood Audio. Join me next time for more tips on how to hack success. And until then, make it a great day. Thanks, guys. You guys are amazing.